gentlemen we are once again live down here in the bear cave studios for another episode of the sports frenzy podcast sold out with me your host freddie loso with my co-host the devil's advocate robert fain today in wrestling history 1988 we had the debut of jerry lynn who is now uh prominently shown on aew as a backstage trainer no reverend this evening. No, he's Another trying to convert evening. strippers. So uh... that's, that's what it is. <laughs> he, he might be away for a little bit. But we do have the encyclopedia, Blackbeard himself. And gentlemen, uh, the vein of the reverend, I uh, will fill in for him on this day in 1997. WrestleMania 13, Bret the Hitman Hart, Steve Austin, I quit match. And we are still on the road to WrestleMania, uh, no pun intended, but we decided to do something a little different, unknown to most of our fans, or you might have forgotten because there's so much that goes on on a monthly basis. WrestleMania is not going to be the first time that Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes have shared a ring. So tonight, we're going to do a watch along of the first two times, at least the more well-known times, going back to 2013. Featuring two matches between Cody and Goldust against the Shield team of Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins. All right, very cool. Little, just very quick background. Um, Cody Rhodes was fired by Triple H, so Goldust had been lobbying to get them reinstated, and. The Rhodes brothers had to win a non-title match in order to get a title match and get Cody back. Get, excuse me, get Cody back. And they won. So everybody got to stay. And this is where we lead into this match. Um, Rob? Yes? We were doing that match. We were doing two matches. I know. Okay. Yeah, but you well, just... That's the background, though. Yeah, and you gave no spoiler alert there, too. Oh, yes, yeah, spoilers. There's no spoilers from 2013. I'm sorry. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> hey, Hulk Hogan won. <laughs> the first Royal Rumble winner was. So, you know, <laughs> come on now. Actually, it was Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I don't, but... don't want to know. Yes. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I, I know yet. who it is. Uh, but uh, I'm saying there are no spoilers. Okay, so we're going to go to one hour, two minutes, and in about nine or ten seconds. On Peacock, uh, you'll see Michael Cole, Jerry Lawler, and JBL there. Well, we're going to start off with the background video that explains how the first match occurred. So I will do the countdown. Three, two, one, and then I'll say play, and you hit play. Gentlemen, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Three, two, one, play. Nice little legacy plug right there to start it off, Michael Cole. See what you do. <laughs> so now, as as this goes on, 
we can kind of touch on the promo from this week between these two gentlemen. True. Roman and and Cody. What did you guys what were your guys' thoughts on that? I mean the promos have been pretty pretty good so far. I think they could be better, but I think they've done a decent enough job of hyping the matchup without any physical altercation, so to speak. You know, how often do we see that? Like are we gonna right, get a brawl before WrestleMania? Right. Yeah. Rob? I mean honestly I'm ready for these matches to go. I'm getting I'm a little uh I feel like Super Bowl. You know how this you gotta wait two weeks for Super Bowl and by the end of the two weeks you're kinda like, geez, play the game already. I'm like, please, let's just get to WrestleMania, <laughs> get this over with. Like if you're just restating the same things over and over again. And right. all the matches are all so predictable because everybody's gonna win. You know, everybody who's on WrestleMania who's in, like like Rhea Ripley was not gonna lose this week. They're not gonna kill her momentum. Now why Bailey had to be on the altar, I don't know. But that was weird. Right? I mean, that was seemed very odd and random. Um, but I feel like she's been getting the short end of the stick as of late since she's gotten back. She's been the I, sacrificial lamb. I think the whole damage control has just been a failure. They haven't beaten anybody. Right? right? I mean, they had a tag belt, so they defended them twice. And Bailey's just been... Not Bailey. I don't. Know. I don't like it at all. I, I don't think it's it, strange that. I don't know. What's I, that? We've been saying. We've been, You've been saying about damage control. You could also say it about Judgment Day, and that's going back to pre Triple H. I think they're just still in that whole fifty-fifty booking. You know, nobody. Nobody really comes out as the top. You know, they're trying to. I don't know if they think that's more reality based that way that somebody wouldn't run the gauntlet, but. I mean, you see boxers like with one loss records in their entire career and stuff like that. We see AEW jacking up records using like dark and elevation to, you know, show some momentum there. But WWE, that's one thing they haven't really done too often the last couple of years. I, I just figured if you wanted to throw Ripley a, a win this week, you could have thrown any number of people out there. It wouldn't have mattered. Rob's favorite, Dana Brooke. No. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Anybody, but like, let's let's give them less momentum going to the match. I wonder if they're not sure whether to push Rhea as a face or heel at this point. Because I feel like Charlotte's definitely would be the face, but I think they also have accepted that Rhea's getting a positive reaction in some respects. I don't know. Or at least on the internet. The internet wrestling community seems to stand behind her. Anyway. Now, what was your guys' thoughts on the AEW fans saying that uh, all the WWE fans were complaining about AEW wrestlers talking about WWE, but when WWE does it, it's okay? Because Roman mentioned that Cody went to a failing company, basically took his ball and went home, came back, and now he's... He's back where you're greener pastures. It's definitely a change of pace. Um, if it's tied it directly into a storyline like this one, I'm I'm okay with it. 
I feel like in AEW, sometimes they just did it just for the sake of doing it. It didn't really necessarily tie into the storyline. It was just more for the shock factor. Yeah, I felt like in AEW, it was anytime somebody debuted from WWE, it was like, all right, I have to bury WWE, and I'm going to do it for a month and a half, and then I'm going to start with my own program there. I mean, I have a problem with it. I just think... um... They're running out of stuff to say, too. I think you know what I mean. Like, what are they gonna? What are they gonna come out and say this week? You know, your your mama's so fat. Are they gonna do your mama's fat jokes? I mean, are they gonna? You know, yeah. I, I don't know what what else is left to say. You know, let's get to WrestleMania, get this over with, and let's move on and find out where we stand with the Judgment Day and with the the Bloodline. And... Um, I wish they would like. I wish this Raw this week would be like a recap show. Or something, because I'm tired. I'm sick of the interviews. I'm sick of the matches. I just want them to get to WrestleMania. Let's let's find out what where we are. What we have another two weeks? No, no it's, it's next week. It's next week. Okay. So we have one so more Raw, one more SmackDown. Show. All right, these are the go home. And I'm wondering, is Bobby Lashley just not going to be on the card? Because it looks like that match is canceled. So question. I'm wondering if they're just yeah, going to leave that alone. What's going to happen with that? Because to me, you still have time to get rid of almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can have Bobby Lashley take him out and be like, "No, no, I want him." I mean, right? I mean, if they did some sort of stipulation match, I don't want to sound like a broken record, so I'm not going to. I just find it odd that Brock would request specifically almost unless he just wanted his easy pay, pay, payday for his what's supposedly his last match under contract and then move on I don't know uh, I'm I'm a little I don't know if you guys saw this I didn't see it on our normal rumor site that Rob and I tend to frequent maybe I missed it but I saw something I think it was on the John report and I saw it on some of the other lesser websites Triple H doesn't know who he's going to book to win this Roman Cody match now, I know I said recently that Cody doesn't need to win the first time. That might be too easy, you know, in his climb to the top. But you didn't have Sammy beat Roman. If you don't have Cody beat Roman, what was this all for? That's exactly the point. What's the payoff? Right. If, if Cody doesn't win, I, I mean, I can see if you want to have somebody lose this weekend, maybe it's, maybe it's Kevin Owens and Sammy don't win the tag belts. Mm-hmm. Because that gives them a leg up on Roman Reigns. Like, hey, dude, you know, we retained our titles at WrestleMania, but you lost yours. Uh, yeah. And if you're going to continue the breaking up the bloodline, that's a really good way to do it, I think. At the same time, like Anthony said, if you if the, the payoff is that Roman Reigns loses, and if he doesn't, then I don't understand the point of pushing Cody as hard as you have. Well, yeah, t- would it, it wouldn't make any sense to to push him that far up and not have him win at WrestleMania. And the other thing, who's left? Who's left that Roman hasn't beaten? I mean, what are we going to go to, to lower mid-card people next? He's pretty much beaten everyone. I mean, except supposedly yeah, Baron Corbin, who recently referenced that, oh, I was the last guy to pin Roman Reigns. And I was like, yeah, nobody fucking cares. Nobody even remembers that. Right. Even though he's reminding us, I'm like, I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't care. Hey, going back to this match for a minute, do you think it's weird that they had 
the gold dust. You think this would have been an opportunity for, for them to have him stripped down and go back to being Dustin? That would have been that would have been perfect. Maybe he didn't want to. Or maybe because they tried that in the attitude error and it didn't work, maybe I don't know. But I mean we don't have Stardust. I don't or think was, he was Stardust after. The, that was uh, after. Yeah, yeah, Stardust was after, I believe. That was after. Yeah, and we don't have Dusty with his polka dots. Mm. Speaking of gold dust, he's about to become a grandfather, I saw. Remember little Dakota? Holy shit. Yeah. All right. It makes <laughs> it makes me feel old on that one. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I'm enjoying some popcorn while we watch this, so excuse my munching. Get your popcorn ready. Damn straight. Literally. Seth Rollins with the world's stupidest haircut. <laughs> Never understood that. That shit must have hurt when you're wearing a tactical vest like that with all those buckles and taken back by your And there yeah. was never anything in those pockets. You think he'd like pull stuff out of those pockets? Hmm. Yeah, there was there was there was never a an angle where he pulled something out of it. Right, like tear gas or you know a chain or uh, you know. I'm trying to get like wrestling foreign objects. Hand, you can keep small, a fork. Get them, like. Tied some, yeah, nothing. So, this was hey, the Dean Ambrose isn't. This might be the last time Dean Ambrose didn't bleed. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gonna say, I'm so surprised he's been on the screen for ten minutes and he hasn't started bleeding. <laughs> so interesting, you bring him up. I'm actually a little curious. The whole Blackpool Combat Club healed run. Now we're getting on AEW and seems to be going after the Elite and Kenny Omega and. Uh, really, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, and Adam Page, and I thought, okay, Page and Moxley, we've they've they've done that to hell now. Let's move on. We've seen Omega versus Moxley. I mean, there was that crazy match that I think I actually had my match of the year several years ago. That hard, crazy hardcore match with all the barbed wire and stuff, which normally I'm not a fan of, but. I have this crazy theory that why would you be turning the elite face and continuing with Moxley interacting with Adam Page? And I got this crazy theory that the Blackpool Combat Club might have a new member. Probably not looking until June, but do you think this is a way that they're going to bring CM Punk back in the fold and acknowledge the whole issue with the elite? Could be. Well, speaking on the punk thing, did you go for it. They, nice lead-in. When they put, uh, when they pan to whoever getting put in the ambulance, oh. if you look at the truck behind, it was uh, Punk's face covered up by like tables and stuff like that. If you go back and look at it, oh, somebody put up a picture of the way the truck looks, and then the way the truck looked uh, on TV, and it was. Uh, the Young Bucks on either side, and Punk's face covered up. Oh, the AEW one. Oh, the, the AEW. Oh, I thought I thought you meant on the ambulance. I got confused. Well, earlier today, I thought you were going to talk about the the tweet he put out today. It, it was oh, actually an no, Instagram story. I, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but basically, and he deleted it pretty quickly. Basically, he said that Jericho and uh, is a stooge and a liar. Dave Meltzer's a liar, and that 
the whole storyline with him losing the title so quickly and then winning it back was Moxley's idea of reenacting Rocky Three, which I thought was funny. Punk admitted he hadn't seen, and that you said he hadn't seen any of the Rocky movies. Yeah, just Rocky Three. Which you know what? <laughs> There's people that haven't watched Star Wars. I know, so you know, so be it. But um, somebody I know never saw Die Hard. Who's that? That's me. Right you. <laughs> me? You. Right you remember? I saw Die Hard now. When I first met you, you had never well, seen Die Hard. I don't know what you're showing me. The truck, the AEW truck. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, the cardboard. That's funny. Um, what, Tony Khan with all his money can't pay for that? Right. Um, yeah, but, um, and then Punk also apparently said he wasn't medically cleared at the time to have that first match on Dynamite. But he was doing what the boss said, and he very quickly took it down. But I was like... That would make some sense because that match was. I remember we were all like, "What the fuck did they just do?" Yeah, I think I think this is over and over again. This is where you can't have the wrestlers totally in charge of creative. It, they 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 think they're they're doing some groundbreaking, innovative thing that just popped into their head and it doesn't execute very well all the time. And if what he if what he said is true. If that's if there's truth to it, then the, the, I don't know. Seems weak. Do you ever do you think we ever see CM Punk back in AEW? I think he would have been gone already, and it would have been public knowledge at this point. I mean, what what's the point of keeping it hidden? I don't know. I think it's uh, seventy thirty that he doesn't come back. Seventy that he's not coming back, or seventy that he is. 70 that he's not coming back and 30 that the 30 percent possibility he does come back it's possible it's i mean that wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, I just... look the one thing i will say about vince mcmahon is that he has worked with many people in his career that he had issues with and we've had we had issues like matt hardy and edge which you couldn't really get more personal than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they somehow managed to put it together. And over the years, there have been many other situations. Like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels didn't love each other, but figured out how to work together. I think if you... if you're, I mean, the, pro- the problem to me, I don't think is the elite. I think it's going to be Punk. Because I, is Punk going to go along with the program? You know, because he's going to go into business for himself. Right. Well, not even that. Is he's not even going to bother? Mm. I don't think he'd get in the ring and not do what he's supposed to do. I don't think he, if he doesn't like the storyline, he just doesn't do it. I can see that. And you need buy-in. Everybody has to buy in. Everybody has to be a hundred percent. And if there's no trust, then there's no match. So, mm. I don't know. I never say you don't never. Think with all the veteran guys in AEW, nobody could be the voice of reason. Well, not like, punk. You've got, you've got Big Show. You got Mark Henry. You got Goldust. You got really established veterans in that locker room. Maybe not in the locker room, but you know, creative Coaching side agents. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And no one could write the ship. Over Here's there. the problem, Mark Henry. Uh, the Big Show are all nice guys. You need an undertaker. You need a guy that stands up and goes, you're going to do the right thing. 
You're going to knock this shit off or you're going to deal with me. And there's nobody in that locker room. I don't even know if that exists in wrestling anymore. There's no more locker room leader leaders anymore like that. Who, who, I mean, you read it all the time when they, someone says something and the undertaker walks in and goes, are we good? And they, Oh, yep. Uh-huh. Yep. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Well, and all he had to do was, all he had to do was let it, you know that he knew what was going on and you stopped. Right. I mean, somebody should have taken the elite in one room and punk in the other room and like, that's it. This well, is over. Well, here's part of the problem. The elite still have those EVP titles. So technically but, that should have been on them. Um, and the other thing is locker room leaders, you know, it evolves over time when Undertaker wasn't there all the time. It was John Cena. I feel like now in WWE, when he's there, it's probably Roman Reigns. They have their own style, you know? Instead, we have the, probably the most likely candidate for locker room leader for AEW, besides maybe a Kenny Omega, because I think Kenny Omega actually has enough of a cool-headed approach to things that he could get things in line. But the problem is he's friends with the Young Bucks. So your best option, and you can't do Moxley. Moxley's not a locker room leader, in my opinion. I think it would have to be Jericho. Instead, Jericho's too busy trying to get his own shit over all the time and try to... You know, he is putting new people over. I'll give him credit for that. But he's just too obsessed with trying to be still stay as the cool guy on the roster instead of being that locker room leader he should be at this stage of his career. The problem is with being a locker room leader is you got to be an asshole sometimes. Yeah. Well, he and could no do one that. seems to want to be the asshole. Yeah. You know, yeah, everybody wants to no one, no one called, like no one calls punk out and the elite out and says, you guys are, you know, you, you guys are elite. supposed to be VPs. What the fuck's wrong with you guys? And punk, you know, you came back to AEW. The fans love you. You're what the hell's wrong with you mm. for once. Can't you just keep your mouth shut and do what you're told? It's not punk. You know, that's a problem. Punk oh. probably thought he was going to walk in and be the locker room leader, and he wasn't getting the respect he thought he, he would. And But, I mean, he was wrong to think that. You can't step away from wrestling for seven years and walk into a locker room and expect to be a leader. The Undertaker was a leader because he was there in and out, no matter who came and who went and left and right. He was always there. Yeah, well, Punk's... And he always did right by the company. Yeah. Right, Punk's, and his character. Punk's always... I mean, and, and I'm, I, I admit I'm a punk mark. I tend to lean toward with him on a lot of things but punk has always been a hypocrite over time you know he complained about the rock part-timer coming in taking a spot flipping out over that then eventually it was oh i see what he was doing i respect him and john cena was just as guilty of that you know i don't like when these partners are these new that's his problem Guys don't respect. Guys don't respect guys that are just out for themselves. Like that's why Hulk Hogan was never considered a locker room leader because he always knew he'd put himself first. Undertaker always put the company first it depends on who you talk to honestly with hogan but well i mean for the most part i think that's true i think most of the time the things have failed because hulk hogan has had to put himself in the forefront when he really should have been backing off mm-hmm. and he shouldn't be in, you know shouldn't have been hiring his friends and all i mean there's too much that's a whole other story but i'm not sure if you can have a locker room le- leader these days with the way guys move around mm. and i think that's a sports thing i think it's 
it's hard to have a captain on a baseball team. It's hard to have a captain on a football team because people move around so much. Mm. Also, your locker room leader has to be someone that leads by example, but also might kick your ass. Mm. Like, you got to have a legit, legitimate tough dude who's imposing physically that you're like, okay, well, if I get out of line, this guy might beat the shit out of me. Yeah, but you know what? The other problem is that's a day of, that's, you know, more of something yeah. that you could get away with in the past. You can't get away with that now. Yeah. There'd be such an uproar yeah. over it. Someone would press charges. There would be all this. I mean, if you beat you know. up Kemi Omega, you're probably getting fired because you beat up your vice president. You know what right. I mean? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can't go to work and beat up my vice president. You know what I mean? I mean, look. Right. We know uh, Ace Steel took a bite out of crime there, and uh, he paid for it. Well, like back in the day with Andre, a lot of people said Andre was the voice back then. And I'll tell you who people were afraid of Harley Race. Hmm. I can't tell you how many stories I've read about Harley Race where he's walked in a locker room and guys were acting up, and as soon as he walks in, they all stopped because Harley Race took no shit from nobody, and Andre included. I read a story recently where Andre was complaining about going over in a match or something or putting some putting somebody over and Andre and Harley Race was like, Is there a problem? And Andre was like, No, no boss, no. Because Harley Race would kick your ass. Right. <laughs> he was just a legitimate tough guy. He survived a car accident. He almost died a couple times. And people all over wrestling knew that he didn't need to say much, but if he said something, you must have done something to piss him off. Yeah. You know, so. Well, maybe, uh, maybe uh, Dean did get his bleeding spot. Or Mox back that then. Big ass fucking belt buckle that he's got. I like how he's taking it off like he was going to take him to the woodshed and Moxley or Dean just stood there waiting for it. That is the longest belt I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh. He was a big Dusty man. was a big boy. <laughs> that was some crossroads. Mm. Yeah. Nice reaction was- by the crowd. Yeah, I was going to oh, say. Oh, the crowd was hot for this match. Yeah. This was where in Buffalo, I think it was? Yeah. It said. Yeah, Battleground 2013, Buffalo. Yeah. I can't remember. Does the roster come out for this? Dusty can barely keep his arms up over his head. What's your pick on Dusty? Not picking out. I'm just, just stating some facts. No respect. 
Dusty Rhodes, we lost him two years later. Mm. That's right. So you put respect on that man. Right. Because he went through hard times. He had dinners with kings and queens, and he had Franks and Beans. I forget. I think he wanted <laughs> I love to that dine promo. with kings and queens. And... I've dined with kings and queens and uh, something Franks and Beans. I can't remember, but hard times. I'm trying to remember if this was even on, if the network was even around yet, if this was still months shy of it. I think this was actually still pay per view. This was pay per view. Hmm. Yeah. So imagine how long it took Goldust to get that makeup on for all that by the end of the match. Here comes the roster. Well, and he usually, he usually, I think he used to do his own face paint. I'll oh, see. Look, the, the Usos there. The Usos. Yeah, we're we're teasing Bloodline break up there. Oh wow, Bo Justin, Dallas, Justin Gabriel, Ty. God, all the guys that are Tyrus, on the roster. Zack Ryder. <laughs> IRS. Jeez. Arn Anderson. Almost ten years later, and most of these people aren't. Oh, hey, Freddie, I just saw your favorite Natty. <laughs> So there's like four people there that are still. still with the company. Yeah, right. What is it? Kofi, the Usos, and Dolph. Who's the girl in the in the uh, Caitlin fatigue pants? Caitlin. Caitlin. Yeah, like Cel I said, Celeste Bonin. Nobody. Mm. She was actually pretty good though. I met her. She was really nice. Anyway. All right, so that's the first match. And then, surprisingly, we have to go over to YouTube for the rematch, which happened just over a week later. And this time, the tag team titles were on the line. So if you go on to YouTube on the WWE channel, there's a full match. It's Rhodes and Goldust versus Rollins and Reigns. Tag title match, and it's Raw, October 14th, 2013. So you guys ready? One second. Okay. Yes, go ahead. All right, so three, Four. I'll say play after three, two, one. When I say play, you hit play. Three, two, one, play. Do you remember, like, for years, tag teams were never announced as weighing less than, like, a combined weight of, like, 500 pounds, and then all of a sudden, like... They did the one, two, three, kid Bob Holly tag title reign, and they were like three fifty, and all of a sudden it was okay to say less than than five. Right. Those ugly penny belts, <laughs> which they just redesigned to be a different color. They still have that same design now. It just doesn't look like pennies. Like some penny loafers. They look like those. Th you know those machines where you put the penny in supposedly in a quarter, and the penny gets reshaped. <laughs> And it crushes it. Yeah. <laughs> it. Puts like a design on it. Makes it all flat. Yeah. It's like go around and collect all six. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. No thanks, Disney. What the hell, the hell <laughs> are they supposed to do with those once they get home? 
Dean Ambrose, the U.S. champion who never defended his title. Yeah, I was going to say, you're talking about damage control. Dean, Dean, it wasn't Brock Lesnar that didn't defend the title every 30 days. It was Dean Ambrose. He set the trend. What are you guys' thoughts on the colored uh, ropes? Well, this... Well, that was for... That was for, that was for cancer, breast cancer, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but apparently on Dynamite they did red, white, and blue last night. Yeah, they did. That's not normal for them, right? No, I think they're usually black, if I'm not hmm. mistaken. Maybe um, maybe Tony's trying to disassociate himself from anything his family owns outside of the U.S. after that embarrassing three red card display on Sunday for Fulham. Speaking of Tony Khan, sounds like uh, he's watching Goldberg quite closely. <laughs> Terrible idea. Do it. Bring him, bring him in. Can you bring imagine the uproar? Bring him in and have him lose to Wardlow. Yeah, that'll go over great for Goldberg. Oh, he won't do it. No way. He doesn't put anybody over. Hey, maybe we could get Goldberg versus Sting. Sting would actually lose a match in AEW. As soon as that six-man started last night, I was like, Sting never loses. I, I don't need to watch this. I know who's going to win. I like, do you see he was doing his Orange Cassidy impression? Yeah, he's done that before. <laughs> but, that was yeah. funny. That was he's good. like, for those yeah. of you that can't, <laughs> since we don't stream this, Rob is pounding his chest calmly. I was like, this is funny. <laughs> I don't care if Sting wins a bunch of meaningless six-man tag matches. As long as they're not giving him any titles, I really don't care. Yeah, but we've always talked about Legends putting people over on their way out. And he's done nothing. He's not on his it. way out, apparently. Supposedly he's retiring. This is supposed to be his last year. I know. He, he's going to have... He'll, he'll put himself... He'll put over Darby Allen on the way out. To split them up once and for all or some stupid shit like that. Someone will think that's a good idea. I, I won't hold my breath. We'll <laughs> see what happens. Maybe you have Sting challenge MJF. MJF gets the win and then Darby get, stands up for Sting who's now retired. That would be interesting. Now, it's uh, no, it's no guys... worse than anything we've seen them doing lately, which has been nothing. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw it online. Oh, I got, but he, I got a freaking ad. What the fuck? Stupid YouTube. The Hitman opened up his own bar over in Calgary. I think it I actually looks that. pretty cool. If you guys get a chance, I believe it's on uh, on his Instagram page. Uh, the bar looks awesome. A lot of old pictures, uh, memorabilia, and stuff like that. What's it called? It looks, looks pretty cool. Uh, I believe it's called... Hitman's. Don't don't quote me. Hold on. Let me let me look it up and find the exact name for you. Well, and if it's in Calgary, I'll definitely do good business there because they they definitely love him there. Hitman's bar. Hmm. That's what I thought I saw somewhere. Well, good for it's him. Tending bar. 
I just sent it over to you, Ant, so you could check it out. Rob, you're not on IG, so I can't send it to you, but... I actually am. He is. Oh, are you? Yep. Yeah, interesting. Look at that. Learn something new every day. Now we got so a bulldog. That's a, that's a move you don't see very often anymore. The running bulldog from the corner. I thought I, I saw Dustin one. still does that. He might be the only one. I thought I saw somebody. I thought I saw somebody. Maybe he's uh, Braun. Mm. You talk about uh, let's get everybody on the WrestleMania card. Two. Four-way tag team matches that they're calling the WrestleMania Showcase. <laughs> yeah. And have you seen NXT? What they're doing for the stand and deliver. So we have we have Breaker and Carmelo Hayes, one on one for the title. We have what? Uh, I mean, the spoilers are already out there because they taped NXT for this week. But Gargano versus Grayson Waller is happening. Might be an unsanctioned match depending on if Waller signs the contract on. Tuesday. Um, and I think there's one, I'm trying to remember what the other singles match is, but we're getting a women's tag team title match straight up. And then we're having a five way North American title match, right? Five way. We're having a triple threat tag team title match. There is a five way women's ladder match for the t- championship. And we now have an eight-man tag, the Schism against Chase U and Tyler Bates. And if the Schism wins, they take over Chase U. I was like, why didn't you just invite the whole roster to be on the show? Who's booking this, Teddy Long? The Heartbreak Kid. You got to wonder who, like, if you're not on the card, what, who, who did I piss off? Yeah, right. Because <laughs> exactly. everybody else is on it. Got another fucking like, YouTube um, Skip ads. Where's uh, To The Moon? What's his name? Cameron Grimes. He hasn't been on in several months. They say he's waiting for a main roster call-up, so mm. we'll probably see him raw after Mania. With, with no hype video, and we're supposed to just know who he is. And just like everyone else, Triple H is brought, brought back or called up. Nobody will know who the hell they are, and they won't get a reaction. From what I've heard, Triple H is planning a bunch of surprises for the the Raw after Mania. Well, I would hope so. The last several have been terrible. Like, I went to the night after WrestleMania 35. I think we got Undertaker running, doing a run-in on Elias. And we had Kofi versus Seth that was like champion versus champion. That was That was it. And I was like... I'm exhausted after like four days of WrestleMania events, and this is how it got wrapped up. The night after all, the biggest night of the year. Nope. Fail. Well, who was there to bring back at this point? Back then? No, now. Oh, now. I'm sure they could come up with somebody. See you on Punk now. Because FTR is still, they're still under contract, right? That's not... Oh, but they challenged the guns and put their AEW careers on the line. 
Okay. Yeah, what if that means I didn't sign anything longer than a couple months contract? Hmm. Well, the contract was due up in April, so I was like, they're just playing into the belief that they're not under contract anymore. But they they definitely are. I mean, you wouldn't bring them back on TV just to keep them on for all of six weeks and then bye, see you later. What, what would be the point of that? Tony Khan would. Well. Especially if they agreed to put the guns over. Yeah, they're going to... I mean, in WWE fashion, they would bury them on the way out. But True. And here's Cody against Roman. Ooh. Cody without, without that awful neck tattoo. <laughs> I wonder if he regrets I wonder that. wonder if we see any homages to this match during, during the match on uh Probably not. Uh, Sunday. I think they it would be interesting for Cody to bring it up that hey I did beat you twice years about ten years ago but they probably won't. If Cody brings back the moon salt from the top. Hmm. I wonder why Dusty wasn't at this match. I don't remember if they did something to him beforehand or something. Wouldn't surprise me. Mm. I just realized that super fan Frank the Clown, the one that with uh, Foley's daughter sitting ringside. Oh yeah, is he? Are they still together? Is that still a thing? I I have no idea. I thought I think so. I know they want you to believe on that reality show that only got one season. That maybe maybe they weren't going to work out. But yeah, I I. I think he's still in the picture. Oh, and then you got the stupid super fan Brock Lesnar guy sitting next to him. I met him the night after WrestleMania that Raw I went to. He actually was pretty nice. Yeah. He seems like a super tool. Oh my god, another freaking ad. You keep getting ads. I haven't gotten an ad yet. I don't pay for YouTube. I don't either. Yeah, same. I don't know. This happens to me all the time. Oh well. Yeah, but yeah, what's going on? How did is this no DQ? Is that why Ambrose all of a sudden decided to get involved? Yeah. Weak. Ouch. I miss chair shots to the head. I don't care what kind of damage it caused. <laughs> uh, so you got you guys are. I don't care if you had a concussion. You guys are definitely. I don't care if you can't remember how to get home. <laughs> Drive with somebody else. Get a ride. So you get married for your wife will take you home. <laughs> so what? You can't remember your kid's boss. birthday. Come on. Be all right. They make apps for that now. Oh my god, ten years later and all three all three of the shield guys are father actually everybody in this match are fathers now. My how the times have changed. They're they're all top of the card too. Except for your Dustin, but 
So now, was this the last we saw of Cody with the tights? Now it's it was pants in AEW, right? And now pants on the main roster as well. Probably. I don't know. I haven't kept track of Cody's pants. <laughs> Brandy has. Oh. Thanks, thanks, Ryan. Is this the last time he wore thong underwear or uh oh, geez. <laughs> Just making observations here, Rob. Yeah, and real good ones too. <laughs> well, I see two K fourteen. We have what two K twenty three coming out now? Yeah. I think it's out now, right? John Cena on the cover, right? Yeah, 10 years ago was the guy rock. who doesn't even wrestle anymore. He wrestles once a year. Ne- the next, I think next year they're going to put uh, Bruno Sammartino on the cover. Yep. Wouldn't have really taken it to the next level. You put the genius on there. Too soon? Man, too soon. Sorry. Well, unless you put the special edition and you put Vince McMahon on it. Oh, with, with some girl's head in front of his crotch. Right. <laughs> No, you, have to unlock, you have to unlock that yeah. stuff. Right. Oh, you think Stacy's rumored Hall of Fame induction is to keep her from uh, revealing that she Vince paid her off too or something? I mean, I don't put anything past him. It's amazing that this match was eight days after the first one we watched from Battleground. When half the damn roster came out to celebrate, now none of them are willing to run in and help them in a no DQ match. Yeah. Like, no, screw these shield guys. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Did you know, I don't know if you guys saw it on WWE's Instagram page. Uh, they put up a video of Brock suplexing Big Show, but it says Brock Lesnar suplexes seven footer. It didn't even say Big Show. Man, I got two more ads. Oh well. I was like, oh damn. Okay, WWE, you're not even going to mention one of your older guys that was with the company for a while? Now, who did he piss off? Yeah. Figure they're going to put him in the Hall of Fame at some point, right? He's not in yet, right? I think you have to. The big show said he's been training for a return to the ring. I'm like, asked absolutely nobody. (laughs) Right. What are we going to get? Big show versus Goldberg in AEW? Or Captain Insano? Or maybe we'll finally get that big show Shaq match that nobody wants. Well, see, could have used that for the storyline. Cody pinned Roman Reigns. I love seeing Triple H coming out and pushing Dustin out of the ring. Get the fuck out of here. Now, does Cody bring back the winged eagle when he wins? On Monday night, the night after Mania. For which belt? True. 
Does he come out with the winged eagle and the old... Uh, I wish if they're going to really keep the belts WCW? separate, they really should just have one set of belts. The fact that they're keeping two sets of belts to me means they're not sold and they're going to keep them separate. Wait, what? they're not sold that they're going to keep them separate? How do you figure if they're kind of they're, they're not they're they're not sold that they're gonna keep like they keep saying you know he's the he's the universe, the champion but I think because they haven't given him one belt I still think they're leaving the door open that they're gonna split them back up again. Well, that's yeah, that's been confer- that's pretty much been the case. I mean, on the tag team title side, the Raw and SmackDown tag belts were defended separately a couple months ago. But I I guess the thing is you'd have to have. Adam Pierce overrule somebody challenging for the undisputed title, and you know he wants those belts off Roman, so he's if not. Cody doing wins that. the the belt. Are they gonna split them up? Eventually. And how, how do you do that? You have him drop one. You have him defend him on different shows, mm. and he loses one of them. It's possible. Yeah. And that's how you get the titles back on their own shows. I mean, I, don't know. I, I would think I would think all along this was never meant to always be one undisputed champion because, as you said, they would have been one belt now. It's just I think they're having a hard time figuring out how do you do it. But quite simply, you have the guys defend each belt separate. It's not that hard. No, I think it's pretty easy. You but, set up. Yeah, but you got contenders on each show. Yeah. But right now you got Adam Pierce as the face, so to speak, uh, managerial position guy. He probably wants both belts off Roman. I mean, at one point he he almost had a match with Roman. But. That's true. No. With that being said. All right. So with that being said. Esports Frenzy Pod on Twitter, Esports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week for the return of the Reverend and our WrestleMania predictions. And NXT. Okay. It's going to be a long show. And NXT. So we'll catch you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>